0: Of course, naked cherubims, uh, wings, halos, cute little kindergartners in the Christmas play are some of the images that come to mind for us when we think about angels. But God's Word gives us an entirely different picture. Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's Word. All right, today's word is angelos. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 1, Jesus, speaking to John, says to the angel of the church in Ephesus, write, the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. So here we see an introduction like six other churches receive as well in Revelation 2 and 3. The emphasis here, the word I want to draw out, is the word angel. Uh, To each of the seven churches in these two chapters in Revelation, the beginning is the same. It is Jesus recording a message for these churches, and it is uh, to the angel of each church that a specific message is given. So here we see the message to the church in Ephesus. The word here, angel or angelos in the Greek, means messenger, usually a supernatural messenger from God conveying news or instruction to men. But at least five different times, angelos means a human delegate. It refers to someone who is serving or giving a report or making preparations for ministry. In Matthew 11, John the Baptist is called an angel or an angelos. A messenger or angelos of John the Baptist is called an angel in Luke chapter 7. In Luke 9, Jesus sent messengers or angeloi into Samaria to prepare for the team's arrival. Galatians 4, Paul thanks the Galatian church for receiving him as an angel of God. The two spies who hid in Rahab's house in Jericho are called angeloi in James chapter 2. Other examples of human angels might be our text here in Revelation and seen all throughout Revelation 2 and 3 to each of those churches, referring to delegates or messengers, the servants, perhaps even the pastors of each of those churches. That said, the vast majority of the 176 uses of the word is about angelic beings. While we have all these questions about angels, we do know quite a bit about them. While they remain mysterious in certain aspects, we do know that angels are, of course, created beings— With a finite intelligence, they have emotion and they have a will. They appear not to have true physical bodies as we think of it, but have a form that is designed for the eternal life, the way that maybe our glorified resurrection bodies will be. This does not mean, as is often alluded to when someone that we love dies, that we become angels, and while they can clearly take human form, angels do not change to become human The Bible Nowhere states that angels are, for example, created in the image and likeness of God as we are. There are other popular and cultural misunderstandings of these supernatural beings. Of course, naked cherubims, uh, wings, halos, and cute little kindergartners in the Christmas play are some of the images that come to mind for us when we think about angels. But God's Word gives us an entirely different picture. In Hebrews 1.7, the writer says, He makes his angels spirits and his servants flames of fire. Angels are spirits created to serve God's purpose and almost without exception in Scripture. When angels show up on the scene and interact with us humans, their arrival is abruptly and necessarily followed by either the command, Hey, don't be afraid or do not worship me. You get one of those two responses generally. Why? Well, because they are powerful, awesome, and in their own way, glorious beings. After all, they work directly for God and spend their time in the unhindered presence of God. Angels give God worship he is constantly deserving of. They deliver messages from God to his people They minister to the needs of the people of God in very practical ways. They wage spiritual warfare and battle. They execute judgment, among other things. It even seems that in some cases, God has designed certain angels exclusively for some of these particular roles. But when Jesus, in Revelation 2 and 3, writes to the angel of the church in Ephesus and so on to the other churches, when he writes this, there's a reason to believe that the angels here refer to human delegates, human messengers or servants of each church, most likely referring to the leaders or its pastors. One significant reason is the fact that angelic beings never need humans or even apostles to give them a message from God. God's heavenly angels are the ultimate messengers, and this would be the first time that a human is announcing anything or revealing anything to an angel. Also, as we've seen five other times, God's ministers, servants, his spiritual leaders are called angels. The Baptist denomination, for example, uses the term messengers referring to the word angelos, to describe its delegates or its representatives that it sends from their church to the annual business meeting or Baptist convention. There they speak on behalf of their church and bring back a report. So whether the term angeloi in Revelation 2 and 3 speaks of human leaders or angelic spokesmen who are assigned to each local church, in either regard, it is clear that Christ is mindful and watchful of his church and his local churches. We'll ask him one day in heaven to settle this dispute, but in the meantime, we can learn to be messengers and delegate servants of God in our own lives by considering his heavenly angels with exception, of course, of Satan and his fellow fallen angels. Notice how humble and how immediately responsive God's elect angels are in Scripture. They do what God says. They they go where he commands and say what he tells them to say without exception, it seems. They are powerfully used of God. And all along the way, notice this, that they comfort. They refuse any worship that's offered to them, and they serve humans, us people of God in some really basic, humble lowly ways. So, Christian, while we do, in fact, have a higher inheritance than the angels in eternity, let's learn from them how to be better angels of God today.